Hi and welcome. This is TV Donut. I'm Piers Ray. Joining me, as always, I'm here, Saskia, and Hannah. And Hannah. Uh, so this week we watched Falling Skies. Steven Spielberg, executive producer. Uh, TNT made is the network. TNT aired in 2011. Yeah, till summer. now. It's, it's yeah, it's still on the air. It's fifth and final season. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yes, I didn't know but, it was the final season. I knew season five just started. That's always a good number. I feel like. Yeah. Five, enough. six seasons. And it's good that they're actually getting to finish, and it doesn't sound like it got canceled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This show's been pretty popular, actually. Yeah. It, I think it it has a, a, a following, sort of like Supernatural, where it's like they have a dedicated fan base that might not be a huge number, mm-hmm. but are certainly vocal about it. Mm-hmm. I can see it. It's, it's really well produced, sci-fi. It, it looks great. It does. I have a lot to say about the aliens, but I have no problem with the special effects. I think it looked great. Which is very surprising for a television. Well, now nowadays. And starting out in the yeah. first episode. Right? Yeah. It, yeah. It there felt... was only one moment where I noticed the effects were really bad, and I feel like it was the first instance we saw the alien, but after that, I didn't have that again with the alien, so I'm not sure... What that was, but it's also dark all the time. It was. It's a very dark, which show. makes it easier, I think, very when things intense. aren't in like a bright light. Yeah, I really felt like, and I hope the fans of the show are not gonna hate on me for this, but it was like Walking Dead, Alien Adventures. Oh, yeah, it was so much like Walking Dead. It yeah. had so much in common. When did Walking Dead start? Was it before two thousand and eleven? Yes. Well, I mean, yes. the comics started much earlier. Obviously, right? I think I just, the Walking Dead started in two thousand and ten. Okay, so just the year before this, they were probably in development at the same time. And I'm not no. by any means no, no. saying that they're ripping off the Walking they, Dead. They, they were several parallels, but it was yeah, it felt emotionally as well. Oh, and that very one kid, similar. actually, I thought it was Carl oh. for a little while, and I couldn't tell. I first heard his voice, I'm like, oh, that's Carl. And then I looked at him, like, that looks like Carl. It's not. No. But it's he Matt. looked a lot like Carl and sounded they're, like Carl. They're both post-apocalypse shows centered around a family, centered around a father, specifically, who's yes. also a leader. Trying to keep his children alive, Three as of well his as sons. keeping specifically his son. the group alive. Yeah. Let's read the description oh. of the pilot. <laughs> Before we jump into... It's, it's called Live and Learn. Yes, Live and Learn. Mm-hmm. The world is left in tatters after a sudden, unprovoked, and unexplained invasion by aliens, leaving the planet's remaining human population to fight for survival against the occupiers. History professor Tom Mason has been named second-in-command for the second mass, but his real focus is on his three sons, one of whom has been captured by the aliens for an unknown purpose. Hallelujah. That's a... Actually, nice. it's a really good one. It's pretty very, accurate. There's pretty a couple accurate. spoilers in there of things that happen um, throughout the episode. Mm. And also, it sort of intimates that this has happened just now. But we know it's been eight months since the aliens invaded. Yeah. Yes. It, it does still feel very fresh. Absolutely. I was wondering how long they've been living like that. But also, they, they feel very sort of in it. Like, yeah, they... The kids all know how to kill things, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's not like it yeah. can't have just happened last week. They've been trained, and they've they've lost people. Certainly. I mean, it's a huge disaster. It's said that, like, 90% of the world's population is gone, all the major metro- capitals, metropolitan centers, stuff yeah. like that. 
what I actually, what I really liked, one of maybe my favorite scene in the whole pilot was the opening and how it was narrated by the kids. Yes, another show that starts off with a voiceover. This is the first baby voiceover we've had where it's like creepy children speaking to you. I thought for sure when they were talking that almost all of the adults were dead. Right. So I was surprised to see that an adult was talking to the kid right away, but I thought almost all the adults were gone and it was just the kids left and the aliens were somehow controlling them. Which is enhanced by the fact that like the child's narration, all these different children, their narration's over top of their... Children's drawings right. of mm. the invasion and the Which takeover. Which we find out they're ostensibly doing as a sort of form of therapy, right? Because yeah. the voiceover is actually the kids talking to the doctor mm-hmm. about what they've been through and how they're feeling. And it's used really well in that we get a lot of background information about what happened, that the ships came and claimed they wanted to be friends. And there was so, a bright light. Which killed all the electronics, which is, you know, a typical... Mm-hmm. Typical alien move. What happens in these situations? They killed all the soldiers. They find out, yes, that they did, that they did not want to be friends. And, <laughs> and yes, and that blew up all the major cities. And he says there's there's trillions of them. Mm. And all the soldiers are gone, so the parents have to fight. Yes, uh, and they kill the grown-ups and they steal the children yes. and control them. Control mm-hmm. them. We also learn that whatever they're doing to control them is extremely painful to the children. So yes. not only is it emotionally and physically. horrifying, it's physically, yes. And then we well, learn, we later see what it is. It yeah. is very gross. That Matt's mom, who is the kid doing the voiceover, died. She yes. went to get food, and they later found her body, which was a, a horrible thing to yep. have to say. So a lot of these kids have dead parents, or the adults have dead children. Yes. The, the His brother, Ben, has been kidnapped. Yeah. We don't know how long ago. Yeah, and they don't know if he's alive. They just know he's he disappeared. Yeah. And then he says, Dad's out fighting. With Hal. With Hal. His other brother. His oldest brother. And I thought there were a few really impactful scenes, a lot of them involving Matt. And this was one of them where this tiny little child is saying, yeah, they were alive this morning, but that doesn't mean they're alive now. Yeah. Like, yeah. those kids are jaded. Yes. And that was just, like, right to the heart opening scene. I was like, oh. He's right. They might be dead. He doesn't know. He might like those are the, his last two remaining he family hasn't, he members. He hasn't seen them in like twelve hours. Yeah. So which means who knows if they're coming back. Before we get further into, we should say the show was created by Robert Rodat. Yeah, Robert Rodat. He uh, also wrote the pilot episode. Mm-hmm. Did you see who wrote the second episode, Saskia? I did. Graham Yost, writer and creator of Justified. Mm-hmm. One of our favorites. We didn't watch the second episode, but the pilot was a two-parter, so they said at the very beginning of the first episode who wrote the second one. And I was like, oh, sweet. Okay, here's... So they refer to the aliens. I rewound this a couple times. I couldn't hear what they were saying, but after watching both episodes, I figured out. Yeah. There are Skinners and Skitters. Skinners? Yes. That's what they call the aliens. Skinners. Skinners. Oh, there, there are two different types. Yes! I thought so. There, but okay. I have so many questions hold on, about this. Hold on, yeah. so we see skitters, which are like these six-legged aliens. Yeah, they're like that the skitter around spider aliens. Yeah. Yes, and uh, then there's the ones in the in the suit, the armor. Those are mechs. Oh they have God, another mechs. name for those. Those the are aliens. Skinners are. Yeah, they the, are underneath. They're aliens. Those are just robots. I think they have the suit on. Isn't that what they killed the guy? I I have so many questions. All I right. agree. I don't All think right. it is remotely clear. 
every single alien we see, like there's one in the first episode that we'll get to that they watch die. Yes. And then there's one in the final episode that Noah Wiley, Tom Mason, our main character, has a exchange with. Yeah. They look completely different from each other. They do. The, uh, the, there are no similarities. Like the first one we see is the one with the when is when Tom and Hal are running away and it's the the crawly the one. Skitterer. Yeah, yeah, the skitterer. Yeah, the skitter is the spider. Skitter. The skinners are the green dudes, I think. I think the green dudes is also what's in the guys in the mechs. Yes. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah. They're either being controlled by them or they're physically inside them. Like, to me, they felt like, you know, I, I don't think know, there was... what do they call those things in Star Wars? The big tauntaun? Oh, dear. AT-ATs? AT- I don't know. They're, no. they're like the, no, 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 no. the white the, things that have the heads second and one. have four legs. <laughs> I'm the worst. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's on, is it the planet People of go Hoth? inside them. They're machines. The ice, in the ice world? Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. People are hating us right now. I, I will I'm, not. You're talking about at the Battle of Hoth, right? I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Uh, the, the frost it's the, planet? It's the big, tall, white guys. Well, those are The those big are 18, me- mechanisms. Those are At-At Imperial Walkers, and the other ones are like the Chicken Walkers. Okay, well, whatever they legs, are, that's what these things reminded me of. They had legs and arms. They had faces, these mechs. Mm-hmm. But they weren't aliens. They were machines. And I think but one time they were fighting this machine, and then... Somebody shot it in the head, and the thing came off, and then it was the scene where they're watching the alien die. No. No, that the scene the, with the, <laughs> was in the warehouse. <laughs> but didn't he have he a mask on? No. no. Every, no. Anytime you see them shoot a mech, it's just... We never saw what no, was inside those things. God damn it. There's nothing organic in there. The entire time There's, in the second episode, I thought sure. there was an alien in there. I think you guys are on opposite sides, and I'm in the middle saying that. <laughs> they never told us. We don't know. But I think you're probably more correct that they are being operated remotely yeah. by the Skinners, not the Skitters. Oh my god. Now, first question. Don't okay. they have the Simpsons in this universe? Because all I could think about every time they said Skinners was Skinner. <laughs> it's like... I, I gotta be honest, I didn't even pick up on Skinners. I don't think I did I either. I, I thought I only saw in the pilot Skitters and Mech. No. Uh, they were, that's going to drive me crazy. I thought they killed a skitter in the warehouse. They no, it was a skinner. Oh my god, I'm going to I'm going nuts. And right this now. is my <laughs> whole, biggest and maybe one and only complaint is about the whole alien thing. Not yeah. that they didn't look terrifying, but that we got no like why did they come? Mm-hmm. What did they want? Mm-hmm. How did they communicate with humans before they started taking over the children? Because obviously now we see they're using the kids to communicate. They yeah. attach this like weird alien brace to them and then control what they do and say. I don't know if they did communicate with the humans they before did, they did because how would they think they wanted to be friends? And but how did they say, oh, you won't use your nuclear weapons on us? Did because they say, we- I think they said I, they thought they wanted to be friends. I don't... I think, I think that if they landed and not attacked and made like a base effort to communicate maybe i don't know gestures or something and of course we're getting this voiceover from a child so i mean who knows how accurate it is yeah but i'm just saying like there was no information about that i assume that well yeah then again we don't know where the zombies came from we don't know where the walkers came Mm -hmm. from in the walking dead so maybe that's the same complaint and i should just let it go well i'm assuming that maybe the civilians the characters in the show don't know either and that we're going to discover that along with them in later seasons Especially especially at the end of the season, what you see happening in the very last scene, I yes. think maybe that's going in that direction. And even and where we left question. it at the end of the finale, I'm like, how do they do four more seasons after that? Yeah. yeah. I'm so... Like, I don't think they succeeded at very much well, in the end. We'll see. Destroying anything. Well, they, 
The other thing I thought was really weird, okay, so after we get the voiceover and we see the children, we sort of see a little bit of the base camp where people mm -hmm. are living. We see Tom and Hal rushing through the city. They're firing. They're being shot on. And have, right. there's, like, dozens of cars that are all upside down. Yeah. Yes, what? That have been moved into a barricade? Oh, or? I guess. But why are they all flipped upside down? I th maybe oh. some of them were flipped also by the explosion. But yes. every Who single knows? one of them were I flipped don't... upside down. I, I, I didn't notice that, it, but now I'm going to have to yeah. go back. It's a... It probably is very strange. It seemed really weird to me that there was at least 20 cars every single... Like, not one of them was right side up or yeah. sideways. They were all oh, upside so down. Yeah. Is I was like, did that they is... flip over all the cars so nobody can use them anymore? I'm going to pull a screen cap of that later. We can tweet that out. It was really strange. Uh, so, Noah Wiley... I'm going to keep calling him that. I'm sorry. Tom Mason. Who? Noah Wiley plays Tom Mason. Oh. Tom Mason is I'm the main sorry. character. He's the history professor and... Uh, he was a star mm -hmm. of ER, one of the originals. Mm -hmm. I assume neither of you guys have dug into that. But <laughs> Before you, my time, darling. You should. It's the standard of great medical shows and a lot of what you see now is a direct ripoff from them. Plus you have years and years of Clooney. Yeah. You just can watch him work. It's like, it's unbelievable. But there is a particular scene... That involves Noah Wiley's character on ER that I still think about to this day. Oh, wow. I still will occasionally be going to sleep and just, like, it'll pop into my mind. And it's, honestly, it's a scene of him reacting to something. And it's so scarred me that I just, like... Give us some details. Spoil it for me. No. What do you mean, no? You want to see it, but oh. the basic thing is that he sees someone that he cares about... Right. ...who is... Hurt. Okay. And he's also hurt. Okay. And it's just like a mixture of shock and fear and guilt. Mm -hmm. And it's just like all in one expression. And it's just, they just hold on it and hold on it and hold on it and then black. And it's just like, anyway, you should watch it. I'll put it on the to do. It's an amazing show. Mm -hmm. And I, you both would love it. And so many great actors and went and got to have their years of kind of like was Luke Perry on it? No, I don't ah. think so. No, it's a very huge undertaking. It's it's a lot of episodes. It's like it's very ten episodes, ten but it also yeah. does sh it shifts casts, right? Yeah. So you can always start and then it, as your favorites go away, then you know let it go or not. You know it's it's up to you. There oh, are certainly probably. some seasons that aren't fantastic, but the first few are just and there was nothing again nothing like that before where it was just like. Everyone's using real medical jargon. Everything's moving at 100 miles an hour. And now every show is like that. But it yeah. was never like that before. Like, it was like, you know, 80s medical shows. Like yeah, Doogie it was like Hauser. a play that it's happened like, to take place in a yeah, hospital. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's, this is not the ER yeah. show. Mm -hmm. But I love Noah Wiley, and that's why I'm going to keep he accidentally really calling him this. Noah. Yeah, he yeah. was good. I liked him. I thought he was, uh... So, yes, Tom, he, they have to ditch the food there. We're trying to rescue. He ends up with one can of tuna. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when they run into Captain Weaver. Yeah. And it's also the first we see of the skitters, which are the spider monkey aliens. First of any animal. Okay. Uh, I mean alien. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I think that's the first time we I see I think one. you're right. Yeah, for sure. Well, we see them sort of in the drawings of the yeah. childs, right? Of like, But those are the typical green men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you see this like spider alien 
I was like, what the they hell? They do have those green heads, though, I right? feel like yeah. they're, like, part mechanic and part alien. They look kind of like a centaur. Yeah. You know, because they have spider bodies, and then they're rising up out of it with normal arms. So maybe the skitters are, like, full alien. Or no, the skinners are full alien. The skitters are part alien, part machine, and the mechs are full machine. Oh, I'm so glad. This is all. I, by the way, I'm today's judge for the donut <laughs> contest. Oh, no. And uh, I'm very excited. Because I have so many more answers than you guys. I have so many questions. This is a this is a bad I one. I gotta be careful no, what I say. This is the best, though, right? <laughs> it's like we've had it so easy the last couple of episodes with these like little comedies. This one was like I just stop every two seconds and write ten pages of notes down. Oh, there's also there was one thing I wrote down, and then it's a person who's starring in this, and it was just the name. It was amazing. It was Moon Bloodgood. Yes, what she is... plays uh, Doctor Anne. That's a, quite the name. Yeah, Anne the Glass. pediatrician. And she's the. Uh... A well, sort of love interest for Tom, right? That's one of my donut questions. Well, yes. They obviously totally they got They got moon eyes for I each other. I don't think so. I you don't think when she was talking about the memories at the school? Like, I thought that I was felt like that kiss at the end was like, their first kiss. Oh, no, they, get, they get way too many scenes together for her, not, like just the two of them alone looking into each other's eyes for yeah. that not to be a romantic I think they interest. fully slept together at least once. Okay, but we're way ahead of ourselves. We meet Captain Weaver. He tells... Will Patton. Yes, from uh, Armageddon, one of my most favorite movies ever, and I love him in that movie. He tells Tom and Hal that the aliens have made it up to Back Bay. Now, I don't really know Boston, but I guess we know that's bad. I was also, the whole time I was just curious, the the opening monologue made it sound like a very bad situation, and like they would, it seemed very weird to me that they would be able to hide and survive. The way it seemed like the the aliens were extremely powerful. Well, and just wiping everything out. It's specified that the aliens are doing sweeps for groups of like 600 humans or more. It's not completely explained. That's what I was about to say is that it's they briefly talk about like they can hide in smaller groups, which didn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. Also, right after that, they bombed South Boston. Yeah. So is the reason they haven't just killed everybody because they need those kids? This is an interesting That's question. That's the only reason I can think of. They are not killing the that kids. That they don't just bomb everybody, right? Because if they have that kind of technology to just drop a nuclear bomb and wipe everybody out, then what are they bothering with, like, one-on-one combat? Well, this yeah. is a problem. Like, this is a... That's not a problem. It's a challenge with sci-fi scripts, right? Like, because there's so much world building that has to be done. Yeah. We saw the same thing in Eureka, where it's a lot of exposition, and then it, they, they're trying to like speed it back up with these action segments. Yeah. Just like, okay, here's a lot of information, then an action segment. A lot right. of information, action done. Just to keep you moving until you can get... And I felt like it really picked up in the second half of the episode. Mm-hmm. You know, after the first 20 minutes, once we got away from the school, really. Mm-hmm. So they get back to the base camp, and... Um, one of the guys asks Hal about who, who didn't make it. He says the commander of the second was killed, as well as a bunch of other people he didn't know. Then we meet Jim Porter, who is sort of, seems to be in charge, I yeah. guess? That, was yeah, that the only scene we saw him in? Yeah, he wasn't in the finale. He no. vanishes shortly thereafter. He leaves with a large... Well, he's yeah, they do split up. Yeah, and yeah. he explains the whole plan. Yeah, and like, I think we're going here, and you're going there. We're just focusing on this group of people on this show. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he could potentially so he, very well be alive. So. But he might have been one of the because they say at the end when in the finale that those groups didn't four show and up, five right? didn't so show he up. Might have been one of those. We don't know. So yeah, he tells them they have to leave the city. They're going to split up and go to ground, hide and scavenge, which is like incredible that. 
like this is their like they're in a good place almost right now and now they have to go back like to worse conditions than what they're living in now i was like oh gosh that's bad uh tom's not stoked he wants to know how can they leave the harvest kids behind and porter says you know you're not the only person here who lost a child or who has a child missing you have two other sons that you need to think about and we can't stay here basically right mm-hmm. also weaver is not on board with this either he's weaver is insistent that they fight these things yeah he doesn't then, want to run and yeah he just says we like we can't fight these things until we know how and no one he claims that nobody knows how yeah. except for weaver says i know how but he doesn't even get, <laughs> get the chance yeah. to talk about it weaver's shut character down. i found very interesting obviously i think he's probably one of the people whose uh character arc is is so significant because when we see him in the finale he's still this like i'm gonna kill these motherfuckers but he's he's finally concerned with other people's mm-hmm. situations there, there was a moment when he did that in the pilot as well and i thought it was maybe the worst character moment i think it was at the end when tom was trying to appeal to him was it to let him go back for his son yes and he does eventually let him or, he doesn't, uh, but Tom kind of hits him with the, well, if it was your son, you know you would go. Yeah. And they sort of leave it with, well, we're moving on to the next mission. We'll work it out after that kind yeah. of thing, because their next plan is to hit the armory. It was such a moment for him that... But he didn't completely... No, he was. It, he, said he actually ordered them not to go. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm your commanding officer, and I say you can't go, blah, blah, blah. So uh, Porter says we're going to have 12... Uh, 12 units of 300 people, 100 fighters, and 200 civilians, and they're all going to split up and go in separate directions. Nine of them had, o- had already left, mm-hmm. and they were the last three. Uh, Tom gets promoted to second in command under Weaver. Which and, he's not happy about. Well, no, he's not a soldier, really, right? I mean, all the adults he's now. Not. But he does, he he's does a voice to. I don't know if we mentioned that. A history he's a professor who constantly drops oh. historical knowledge, which is the most annoying part of this entire show. That and everyone calling him professor, which continues into the finale. Yes, it's true. And it's always like, it's still giving those history lessons. And by the finale, Hal is dropping history lessons as well, because he went into a old Pearl Harbor riff, and I was like, so you know about Pearl Harbor? Congratulations. Well, let me lay this out here. Robert Rodat, who wrote the pilot, and I think he wrote... Did he write the finale? Mm-mm. May have, no. Um, he also know. wrote Saving Private Ryan. Nice. Uh, which, Fantastic movie. Um, apparently Spielberg wanted Noah Weil for Very intense. Which is oh. very cool. Um, he also wrote To Fly play Away the Damon Home. role? To play uh, Private so. Ryan? Interesting. So. Yeah, okay. He wrote Fly Away Home. Also 10,000 BCA, unfortunately. Uh, but he's working on the new Warcraft movie. But he, clearly he loves military history. Yes. It's yes. constantly being brought up. Tactics are a big part of this show. Yes. And the aliens play by human tactics, for the most part. I guess, yeah, definitely. Um, they yeah. briefly mentioned the mothership. They're worried the mothership's going to come back. Well, do we see it. At right? the end of the finale, uh, that was one of my questions. No, that structure isn't the mothership. See, again? I thought it was. So confusing. They eventually go outside, and we see that they've built this, like, freestanding alien structure in the city. It's like an air control tower type yeah, thing. Yeah, that's there spire. all the time. That's not the mothership. Well, goddammit. But then... I when even they, wrote down, looking at mothership. I nope. called it the mothership in my notes, and then I was like, make sure you distinguish that to yourself, Hannah, because they literally mentioned the mothership, 
and that's not it. It was the last thing that how Hal- that Tom got on at the end. No, no, I no, don't no. know. That was a tiny the thing. The thing that Tom got on is just like a sh- one of those ship. hovering yeah. ships that little, we saw. It's okay. a pleasure craft. Did we see the mothership? No, not no, at all. We did not see the mothership okay. at all. So why do we think it's it's gone? And why is it like? What can it do? Is it out but in space? Not, or I think maybe it's like off conquering other nations, probably right. Like the the percentage of Skinners, Skinners, and everything that's on Earth mm-hmm. is probably only a portion of their population. Let's say, yeah. right? They might have a home planet where people are just living on normal, mm-hmm. and they might have other armies that are off on other planets colonizing other people. Yeah, we don't know where these people are. Right, you know, Where these aliens are. Beings. Beings, beings. Very open of you. So I would assume, yeah, the mothership came in, once they had control, went off to conquer the next one. But what I am interested in is, like, what can the mothership do that these other, like, other ships can't do or aren't doing, that they're so terrified that it might come back? See, I would assume, I don't know, I thought the mothership was the thing that blew up all the capitals and whatnot. yeah probably like maybe it has day. like yeah <laughs> I, I think that this is just a bigger ship that dumps more of these guys yes yeah. if they had a, a big thing if they had some death doom doom weapon like that i feel like it would have been employed by now yeah especially maybe. considering in the finale the discussion is made that you know they've never encountered this level of resistance or did not expect this level of resistance. yes they don't think humans are very smart and we showed them uh, this yeah. is when we learn about the harness that they're putting on the children, which is like this awful, like second spine thing. It's Looks so, like oh. a worm. They're struggling with um, being able to remove it once they rescue the children, and so far they can't do it. No. Once they take it off, the kid dies. They yeah. find they find a kid who tried to remove yeah, the harness later in dead. the episode, and that was a weird scene too because like he probably didn't try to take that off himself. No, there was somebody, somebody else. So why did they like... leave the body there? Maybe you had to I run. Mean, what are you going to do with it? I know. Then I thought, again, Walking Dead, it's like, you know, you don't can't carry dead bodies. But yeah. it's like, if I was your kid, you wouldn't just leave him laying there in front of that Mary statue. That I guess weird. It, it's implied that, uh, well, it's not implied. I mean, it's obvious that these harnesses kind of bring the kids into this sort of Zerg-like hive mind. Oh, they could mm-hmm. completely like, control them. And I, I feel like in the last episode, we learned that they are, the wavelengths are on the same wavelengths as the aliens and they can communicate. Mm-hmm. Yes. With, well, even without the harness, we learn in the finale that they, they're still connected to them, to the aliens and to the, to the frequency specifically. So I think that that kid, uh, that kid didn't want the harness off. Maybe like a desperate parent is like trying to rip it off of him. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be, no matter how you build the story behind that scene, it's horrific. Like, yeah. Well, at oh. least we didn't have to see it. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> oh. uh, and I don't think it would ever come back even. Tom's worried about um, what he calls non-combatants leaving them with Weaver. I think he's talking about the civilians, right? Yeah. He doesn't want anyone that's not a soldier <laughs> to go with him because mm-hmm. he doesn't think Weaver is concerned with civilians. And he's right. And... Porter says, which I knew he was going to say, was like, well, that's why I put you second in command, so you can take care of them. And that's like a shitty position to be in. Like, you know my commander doesn't care about them, but you expect me to somehow, like, go around him to keep them safe? Well, just do the best you can. I know. I thought that was... Uh, so, yeah, that's when we see them outside. They're telling kind of old war stories. They're looking at this massive alien Mm -hmm. structure... And Maybe. talking about how they would take it down. And Tom says, there's no way to take it down from the outside. You'd have to get inside, mm-hmm. um, preferably through the tunnels. And then he, you know, 
just tell us all these examples. And this is still, oh, this yeah. is still he's, he's another list of history lessons. Like, yeah. And I mean, so, he does that a lot. Uh, he doesn't really go over what they did. He just says like, yeah, there's, there's he been lists times. Them. Yeah, yes. the, the Scots at Stirling Bridge against yeah, the English, small exactly. force, but they won out. I really want to know what this thing is because obviously it, it still the plays mothership? a very big no. It's the not structure. The oh, the structure. It's a landing. It, they call it a it's free. Like a, it's the largest a... free-floating alien structure. Something, something. They talk about it a lot more in the finale because they're yeah. trying to blow it up. It, yeah, it still plays a very big role in the finale. And yeah, well, it just looks like a but docking like station. Yeah, it's like their office. Like yeah, <laughs> come back if fueled up. Well, again, and once in the finale, we are so jumping all over the place. When they do manage to block the quote-unquote frequency, all the ships are called home, mm-hmm. right? So, oh, and all the me- mechs, yes, are also called back. Yes, yes exactly. Everything. See, we totally understand what's happening. All here. the electronics, yes. So maybe they are all electronic, Partially? except for the Skinners, except for the. So they're, yes. They're putting out the sound on a frequency. Yeah. with organic things like that. Okay, so then we get a weird brief As scene. In kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, with Hal, the oldest Mason child, and his two what seem to be love interests. There's Karen and Lourdes. Lourdes, yeah. Uh, Karen's I think I blonde. got that one. Lourdes. Lourdes never... is the one that works for Anne, the doctor. She's got that name. A dark-haired girl. Yeah, they mm-hmm. only say it once in the finale. Oh, my God. I I did a thing with this one just because it it was so hard. The second someone came on screen, I paused it, went on IMDb, and wrote down uh, their character name. Because yeah. it was the only way I was gonna keep track. Like for the first thirty five minutes, I didn't understand that Hal was Tom's son. I thought he was his brother. I didn't. It it took me maybe. I think after this scene, when they leave in the morning. That's when I realized it was his son. Yeah. I just, At the beginning, I had no idea. Well, the first they scene you see them together it. is like a battle scene. Yeah, yeah and I think I thought he calls him cousin in that scene, but maybe I wasn't... It's hard to tell. It was something else, maybe. <laughs> Incidentally, with the introduction of Lords, this is the first point I noticed it, so it's not a huge deal, but um, it reminded me of Walking Dead in another way, where even though it's the post-apocalypse, everyone has makeup. Oh, you know? yeah, I and, didn't like, think about that. Perfectly coiffed hair. It's, yeah. it's TV. That's a TV do. flaw. That's a yeah. production flaw. I sort of had the opposite reaction things. in a weird way. Like, as I was looking at the IMDb photos, it was really hard to identify people because on the show they were so dirty <laughs> and not dressed up. <laughs> and in their IMDb photos, it's like they're so pretty and made up. Like, I couldn't find Hope, who doesn't show up until the finale for so long because his photo doesn't look anything mm. like him. And I was like, who is this character? Why won't they use his name? It's driving me crazy. Oh, yeah, he is. He is. Uh, Hope's an interesting character. I, w- I would have liked to have seen more of him. And another, he's basically Daryl. Yes. He's a big donut question. He's like a bomb guy. Anyway, we'll get into that in the okay. finale. So we meet Uncle Scott. He's trying to fix the car so they don't have to carry all the supplies on their backs. Mm-hmm. Uncle Scott is shown here to have some technical skill. He seems to be like their mechanic. Yeah, he knows engines and again radios. He, in the end, in the mm-hmm. finale, he's the one trying to fix the transmitter. Uh, and then we get another one of those emotional scenes where Matt is upset that he's going to miss his birthday party. And They've it's such a... such a normal life thing to be upset about. Yeah, and he does even point out that his other brother Pal Pal got a birthday party after. 
the aliens came. After the aliens came. Or was yeah, it? Yeah. Which is odd. Yeah. He's like, I he, mean, how... well, I mean, you're always going to, you know, if you can celebrate a little bit, I just think celebrate it was like, well, we did something to mark your birthday, and Hal was giving him a hard time. It's like, call, I don't know if he didn't call, call him princess. Him. I think he did. No, it wasn't princess. It was something like your highness or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, the, and like, Matt is what, like, six years old? How old do you think he is? I think he's like 10. We yeah, find I think out he's... Hal is 16. Yeah. Then maybe 13 or something? Yeah, I would say for sure 13 or 14. So yeah, you're right. Probably about 10 years old. I'm exaggerating. He's not five. But, I mean, of course he wants a birthday party. And it also, it made me think, like, how long have they been living in this normal right. place? Right, we still don't kid... know yet. They haven't said to us how his... long it's been going on. For this him, the life birthday. may have not changed as much. This is his first birthday since the invasion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's and like since he lost song. his mom and oh. his brother. Yeah, it's important. I mean, that's crazy. He needs a touchstone. So we have a brief scene where the Professor Tom, uh, you know, he looks at the pile of books that they have to leave behind because, mm-hmm. you know, it's dead weight. But of course, to him, they're very important. He decides to take one. So I thought it would be fun. Like, do you guys know what book? If you could only keep one book that you, you were going to have took? to read, it was uh, Tale of Two Cities. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the first one he had was Jules Verne. It was uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And then he weighed them both and took the, the lightest one because he's going to have to carry it, right? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Do you guys have a book that you would for sure? I was thinking about this last night. Like, my favorite book is The Outsiders. I've read it hundreds of times. And it's the thing I read when I was a kid that I was like, I want to be a person that writes stories like this. But I know it off by heart. I can tell it to myself in my brain. So I feel like I would pick something else that would be, I don't know. I was almost thinking like it would be like a Harry Potter book, I think, that I would choose. Because I know I could read it over and over again. And it's so so long. I was going to say, like, the Lord of the Rings, but I, I don't I gonna want, if you're going to be walking, I don't want to be reading a book that's just about walking. walking. No, I was going to say The Hobbit, probably. Yeah, that would be a good one. I think the other one I might choose is um, Power of One. It's one of my favorite Ooh. books. We've also and talked about this one, is East of Eden, for me. Oh, oh that's see, a great one. I haven't read it. But that's see, that's a really good, big one. Big, fat one. one. Exactly. You want one that's really going to last. I'll say John Tomato Tools. Oh, again, one I haven't made it all the way through yet. Now's your chance. It's the end of days. I I own it. I have it on that that top shelf up there. Every book on the top shelf is a book I've never finished or never started. Oh, Atlas Shrugged. That's the first one I just saw as well. Um, Yeah, good luck getting through that. So, yeah, you will see most of them have bookmarks hanging out, either like 20 (laughs) pages in or 100 pages in, and it just never got finished. I have a problem with books where I read half of it and then just stop. Yeah. There there was another thing, weird scene, um, when they're marching away down the street, and the pediatrician and also future Tom love interest. Because I don't think at this point in the pilot no. that anything yeah. has happened between no, no, no. them. Uh, but they're flirty. And He's... she talks about her husband, how he had a piece in that house. But she never says, like... What happened to him? You, you guys I'm assuming he's, he's, he's dead. dead? If, yeah. If, yeah, if they're not there, they're dead. Really dead. Especially okay. if they're an adult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, good point. So they've, uh, they've split up into groups now. They're off on the. They're off on a mission to get some more food. No, well, that's when they realize that there's no food ahead of them, right? And somebody has to go back. Yeah. So Tom volunteers to yes. take a small group of people, and Weaver says he can have six guys and no weapons besides mm-hmm. what they're already carrying. And he also gives them a couple vehicles. Insane, yeah. So that's when we meet Die. I like Die. He was pretty cool. He stole some C four, mm-hmm. even though they weren't supposed to take it. Mm-hmm. 
And then there was Jimmy Boland, who was like the baby soldier. So he is like young. He's like he looks maybe like two years older that than that. That was the guy I thought was Carl. He actually, oh, you thought Jimmy was Carl. Okay, gotcha. I was a little confused because Matt and Jimmy have the same haircut. <laughs> yeah. For a minute, I thought. Yeah, but Matt is a kid, and Jimmy's always got a giant gun around yeah. him. Yeah. So that's how you tell the difference. And he, Jimmy, goes through some stuff. Oh, I bet you. Um, in the middle of the donut, we sort of get uh, an inkling of that in the finale again when he talks about people know he killed a skitter, mm-hmm. and he says, "Well, yeah, I will Weaver saved my butt on that. It wasn't really me that did it." So. Interesting. Probably a really good episode with him. Matt wants things to go back to the way they are. I wonder yeah. why they weren't able to fight them at the beginning. What do you mean? Like when he says, like, we can't fight them, does he mean, like, individually they can't fight single ones? The guy... the, the Order? Yes. He said, like, when Weaver was trying to argue that he knows how to fight them, but he said we can't fight them. Yeah. But were they able to kill them at all at the beginning? Well, they keep saying over and over and over again, they can die just like us, but we have to get really close. So I think the issue is not that you can't kill them. It's sort of like, and again, I'm so sad I'm about to make this comparison, but like fighting a vampire, right? It's not like you can't win. It's that... They can kill you from further away than you can kill them. Yeah. So it's There's so very many dangerous. Have to be met to There's kill also them. so many things. more of them. There are more of them. They, they have an infrastructure in place, whereas they wiped out Earth's infrastructure. Yeah. Like you're yes. fighting at a disadvantage on They everyone. destroyed all of... Well, again, and that's why I really want an answer to, like, how did they express to the people, like, don't use your nuclear weapons on us. We're going to be friends and then turn around and killed everybody. Because they... I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. But this is one of the my favorite lines, and a great analogy is when Tom says, like, their wolves were porcupines, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, and that's the exact analogy. It's like, we just have to get underneath them, stick our pricks in, and they'll run away. We don't have to kill everybody. That was bad. I you know what I it. mean? I'm Quills. saving that. Yeah. <laughs> Not pricks. That's my ringtone. <laughs> I liked that analogy. I thought that was apt. That it was like, okay, we're not going to win by defeating them. Mm-hmm. We're going to win by making it unpleasant for them to bother trying. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Classic guerrilla warfare. And then again, he gives 25 examples in oh, which that yes. strategy has worked in the past. And I think somebody says, why don't you lay off the history lessons, Professor? <laughs> oh, man. A lot of those monologues just it went on for a while. Yeah. I'm willing to forgive him. It's the pilot. I feel like it's one of those, it's like a note from a network where like we have to like see who he used to be in his old yeah. life. So he has to keep saying all this stuff about like historical precedences. But then, yeah, he's still doing it in the finale. So uh, we find out that Hal and Karen are the spotters of the group. So they go ahead on their motorbikes, mm-hmm. sort of like the Daryls of the, the crew to mm-hmm. see if the way is clear. And then that's when Hal sees the aliens, right? Tom. He spots uh, a group of mechs uh, leading a group of child prisoners in these alien oh, yeah. harnesses. Yes. Including his younger brother, Ben. Ben, yes. Who's been missing for a while now. Exactly. And he says his name right next to him, but Twice. nobody nobody hears him, which is it's fine. Well, it's maybe not that they... Well, I don't know if the aliens... This is a... I mean, we don't hear. know if they can they hear. No, exactly. We this is, well, I think that they're mechs. Yeah, exactly. Those are just those machines. I paused and I was trying so hard to like describe what I was seeing so that we could 
talk about like the different kinds of aliens and all I landed on was robot what the fucks because I was like I don't even know what to call those like now and we learned they were called mechs in the finale but I was like the the, the chicken thing the two legged I don't, I don't know what that is yeah yeah yeah. The robot. The robots. They had like horse hoofs almost as feet. But also like weird arms. Like yeah. They you were know super what they u- sort of look like? What's the guy's Mike Mike from Monsters Inc.? Yeah, actually, they kind of do. So Tom, Di, and Hal are going to check out the food storage facility. They're worried it might be a trap because it has happened in the past mm-hmm. that there have been skinners and skitters waiting for people to try and rescue the food mm-hmm. he tells the others including uh the baby soldier jimmy that if anything goes wrong they should just leave and go back to the others they shouldn't try to save the three of them right interestingly enough something that didn't happen in the show and i find in apocalypse shows like the walking dead it happens that humans also become enemies on those shows like it changes people and they become very different and I was wondering, like, if when they were talking about traps, it's like, could it be humans that are setting up these traps as well? Like, fighting for food changes people and stuff, but it didn't come up in this show. That's yeah. a great question. That would be something to approach in the donut portion. Yeah. Yeah, I think that certainly will, must become an issue at yeah, later on with certain people. I think even Pope, we sort of got the suggestion that he wasn't completely trustworthy or completely on board with what they were trying to do. But yeah, definitely not so much like The Walking Dead. They they all do seem to be trying to take care of each other. Yeah. In a in a much less cutthroat kind of way. I'm trying to think of like first season Walking Dead if there were there was Shane to an extent, but not really. Well, within the group, but I'm even thinking of like did we see other groups in season 1? Not no, really. No, but The Walking Dead did start Ah, uh, no, Rick was out for a while, so it isn't right at the beginning of the outbreak either. But yes, I mean, no, it's been some time since. Yeah, you're right. So anyway, sure if there's yeah. I mean, a big theme of this show is clearly survival and it, kind of Americanism. Like, yes. There's a lot of flag waving in this. It feels like a real, you know, kind of like Red Dawn. Which Walking Dead doesn't really touch on at all. No, right? that's just survivors. They don't, yeah, they're not really talking about. Well, and it. Yeah, and I guess because they're fighting aliens that have invaded either Earth or America. I would, say, I would say Earth. Earth. <laughs> but, you know, they're fighting in America. But in The Walking Dead, it's like they're, in a way, fighting themselves. Because the yep. walkers were people. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's, so it's not political in it's a way. It's a lot more demoralizing <laughs> yeah. fighting a person. There is a show um, called The Last Ship, which is a very, again, similar kind of survival. It's a disease that has spread and, and killed people, and they are fighting amongst each other over resources for sure. Mm. So I think that's I like that. a different kind of story when it's you're being invaded from another planet, mm-hmm. that you would kind of bond together against that and not see each other as enemies when on other shows like Walking Dead or The Last Ship when the enemy is yourself it's harder to trust people yeah anyways that's what I would say we did uh, there's Anthony we haven't talked about Anthony he's one of the soldiers that is close with uh, Tom he's they tell him to guard the truck with Jimmy when they're loading it up with the supplies yep Mm -hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden Skinner and Hal falls from like a third story ladder and tom is we saw it move just moments before that when somebody else was walking by maybe karen 
Yeah. Yeah. There's a creepy, somebody. There's a creepy shot of a hand reaching out. Yeah, and then it attacks Hal. Yes, and Tom starts shooting at it. I didn't realize it was Hal, and I thought for sure that guy was going to be a goner. <laughs> yeah. That was attacked. It breaks into a full-on full on firefight. Hal's saved by... Dead, I really wish died. somebody had died there. I was just about to say, did we see... I mean, we did see people die, at because the first... in the finale there are, are some some bodies. and, and then... All the soldiers at that barricade where we first meet Hal and Tom get right and weaver. and weaver yeah but yeah. we never see anyone that we know no i was no. surprised how many people we saw in the pilot were still in the finale yes i was expecting were, way more though yeah weren't many that were missing yeah i was expecting From the big players? to see a few holes there as well and order is missing yes but we he's as far he's as we know gone from the first episode yeah he wasn't even people, really in there right? but outside of that yeah. Everyone's there. Yeah. So this is where I started to wonder why there are robot aliens and no non-robot aliens. Obviously, we're all confused about that, so we don't really need to talk about it anymore. Uh, we should mention the the mechs have, yes. like, lasers. They yeah. shoot, yeah. Yes. Which is actually one of the So cool they're not effects. just firing bullets. They're firing, like, Star Wars lasers. I thought those were just targeting lasers. But, but you don't think that was, like, hurting anyone? I Because they all focused in on Hal at one point, and then the, the actor quickly runs off, and the bullets just trail behind him. Oh, okay. I got the sense that the mechs are using traditional ammunition. Right. So it wasn't, like, Star Trek, where they were, like, using their photon or whatever. <laughs> exactly, no. Yeah. So they use the C4 to blow up the skitter. They try to. It doesn't... I, I thought it was dead for sure, but it wasn't. You're right. I think they got killed it with the headshot. Uh, I, well, there's two different aliens in this scene. See, great. That's what I th- maybe that's what I missed. I thought they killed it with a headshot. And it knocked off the armor, and then it was the green thing that we saw. Right. So no, there they were, were two, two separate aliens. And oh my so god! So the C four blew up the skitter, and then there was a Skinner, and they shot him in the head. But he did a, I mean, he did die eventually. But yeah. he just like laid on the that's ground. That's the one they watched die, and they watch him die. I I'm just gonna say this because I think there's I don't think there are Skinners. I think there are just skitters and mechs and the tall, thin, slender man style aliens that we see later. Those are the skinners. They're not the skinner those aren't in that the dude warehouse. wasn't that dude wasn't a spider guy. I think that I think he was, guys. I, I know that you're I know I'm on the outside vote here, I just wanted to voice it. Yes, that's fine. But, but I so, can say a hundred percent because I watch it three times in the opening voiceover, he says we call them skinners and skitters. Well, then the Skinner might be the tall, thin ones we see in the finale, but that's not in the. Uh, but in the, the guy, the guy that's dying on the ground with all the like alien, like he's got like he looks like uh, you Skinner. know Pirates in the Caribbean. The oh, Davy Jones. Yes, thank you. He has like kind that's of like what a he looks like. He has face. tentacles and yeah. coming out of his face. And that was actually, I thought, the best and alien makeup in the whole episode. That's a Skinner or I a Skinner? I think that was a Skinner seen from the waist up. Oh, okay, so he had the spider legs underneath. Because I think when he was crawling, or it's it's such a difficult scene to see in the warehouse, because once again, it's very dark, yeah. there's a lot of explosions, but I think he was crawling around up there, he gets shot a couple times, then gets shot from behind, I think that it looked like in the head, but maybe it can't have been, because yeah. he takes a while to bleed yeah, out. I Yes, I thought he was shot in the head as well, and then yes, when you see him slowly bleed to death, maybe their brains aren't in their heads. Very true. Right? We don't know anything about the alien I mean, physiology. you don't know. 
And then they have a weird conversation, like, what do you think he's thinking right now as he's, like, dying and looking up at them? And he, the alien looked really... I thought they did a great job of putting emotion on that alien's face. Yeah, it was a weird scene, for sure. It was like, you know, shoes on the other foot, mm -hmm. which obviously in this universe doesn't happen very often, where it's like a bunch of humans that have killed one alien instead of a bunch of aliens that have killed one human. Now, I noticed a huge clue in this scene. Okay. About the skinners or skitters or whatever they are. Mm -hmm. Um... Did you guys notice anything odd about them? I don't want to say anything because i got to give you the trivia questions later. Right. Well, yeah. I just, you know, the study had tentacles. I mean, they have sort of humanish eyes, I would say. Like, like you said, you can see their, you could see his, not emotion, but. He looked sad to be done. Yes, he did. He of course. Very, he and as you, as you would be, I think. Well, and, and, but up to that point, I didn't even think they had emotions. I just oh, think, you know, okay. you're just thinking of them as an invading force. Right. Maybe they're, like, engineers. And it seemed like it everyone around him, too, was sort of almost pitying this creature. Yeah, they had a nice shot of the alien's point of view on the ground, looking at all these human faces watching it die. And yeah. It's kind of like, they didn't know what to do. Uh -huh. uh, I like that scene. So after that, they, they managed to get the food. They go back to the bridge to the appointed meeting place with Weaver. I thought that was really funny. There's like a brief scene of Lord, like no, Lordis, no. not, not being stoked that um, blonde girl Karen, Karen survived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, this love triangle like has no, to continue. There's no dialogue or anything. She just like walked over, saw Hal, smiled, then saw Karen and was like, oh, God, she's still here. And then walked away. Go ahead, Sasha. I have uh, done some research here and I'm only finding skitters. There appear to be no skinners wow, look. for falling skies. Okay. I just it might was... be right, but falling I swear, skies. when we turn this off, I'm going to show you that opening again. Please do. I, I believe you. There's alien so much races in falling skies. All okay. right. Uh, several alien races no, have been introduced. You can't read this. All right, fine. Because i got to give you questions later. You're looking right. at possible answers. We will, okay. We'll, we'll talk about that. I will fill you in. All right, we're almost to the end of the pilot. Let's keep on track, guys. Uh, we, okay, so the pilot ends with uh, Matt getting his birthday. Hal runs up with a gift that he's hastily wrapped, saying it's from their dad. Well, first, before that, sorry, I just want to say oh, there's sure. a brief scene, which we've already sort of discussed, but just throw it in there, that Weaver is like, no, you're not going after Ben. The mission is the armory. That's where we're going. Right. Okay. Then we get the cupcake scene with the... And he blows out a matchstick. I found that so sad and depressing. It was super like, And how sad. gross that would smell <laughs> to have a lit match on your cupcake. Great. Ugh. Um, was... This was... This is the only scene that really bugged me. I, I liked it, actually. I liked everyone's... Basically, yes. he gets... Kind, it's not a skateboard. It's, it's a like a stick. It's a rip stick. It's a rip stick. Yeah. So, like, it's two pedals on a board. Yeah. It's skateboard-like, but it's, like, supposed to be, like, the newest kind of thing, probably, it must have been, right? I think it might have been he a He mentions fad, it then. earlier in the episode when he's talking about how he wants things to go back to normal, about how he used to have one, or yeah. how wanting one, you know, whatever it is. It is reference. And then... Tom is sad that he hasn't gotten a present. Mm -hmm. Hal comes through and says, oh, you forgot, Dad. You're, You're becoming old. senile. Yeah, here's Really the nice family moment. Yeah. I really like the kid's reaction. I like that it ties back. I liked everyone watching him on this ripstick and kind of being like, oh, you know, life, there's a little bit of normalcy <laughs> It was here. finally a but calm is... moment for two yeah. seconds where everybody was like, oh, my God, remember when they used to have time to just play? Yeah. Which doesn't happen anymore. And then the kids start taking turns and then... 
Weaver gives Tom a look and it's time to go. That was not just a look. That was the most ridiculous moment in that entire episode. That nod, both of their nods were so over the top. Oh, there's some big nods. They gave each other a nod because like, it's time to go and then Tom recognizes it and it's like, hmm. Yeah, I know you can't see this and I'm sorry. It was, you can't see it. It was extremely. Full chin down to the base of her chest. It there. was massively over the top. Yeah, and then they marched out, and that was the end of the pilot. But guys, the ripstick. Yeah, sorry. I thought it was... Riding a ripstick looks ridiculous, because you never stop shaking. (laughs) So they filmed most of him riding it from the waist up, and anytime they cut down to his feet, he's like furiously pedaling. It looks like he's barely staying afloat. Right. It was just... uh, That's a dumb invention. That is a dumb toy. It looks dumb. Anyways. It's all they have, okay? It's going to be in our store soon. It's the apocalypse. Yeah. Uh Ripsticks. Ripsticks. 2015. So, took a little while, but we got through the pilot. Yes. Let's, let's blur through the uh, Let's talk the about finale. the finale, which is called Eight Hours. Mm-hmm. When Weaver, leading several squads of fighters against the aliens, Tom remains behind to help protect the civilians as they evacuate, but a major breach in security endangers both soldiers and the civilians. Tom is confronted with a decision that may lead him to discovering what the aliens want with the captured teenagers, humankind... And the planet. Okay, well, at least now we know they have no freaking idea either. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I wasn't sure what the eight hours was. Do you guys know? Or do you have an idea? There was a brief reference in the very beginning of the episode where Tom says, I just want to get through this day. So I thought maybe that's, it's like eight hours is the day he has to get through. Other than that, I didn't see what the timeline was. It's maybe because also the other people have left, Weaver and all his groups have left, so maybe they're exposed. There's a reference to them. Yeah, it sounds like Weaver and his team are off on a mission. And they, they are expecting them to come back at a certain well, he, time. Again, yeah, at the beginning he says it's going to go down at dark. That's why he just wants to get Maybe the that's day. the eight hours. Yeah, but yeah. it's not very clear, like, what the... It, there's no sort of ticking clock. Probably specified Or maybe we missed of... it at the beginning of the last episode. Exactly. I do want to point out, too, that this is episode 10, and we have a span of eight episodes that we didn't see. Yes. This yeah. time. It was also written by Mark Verheider, who wrote The Mask. No. Oh, God. Oh, goodness. And a lot of other movies, too. But that's well, the one good, I wrote down. because I was like, The Mask. That's a great one. Yeah, so we open on JFK High School. It seems to be the, their base of operations at this time in the finale. Mm-hmm. And we learn that the Skinners, or Skitters... Um, have changed the frequency they've been using, and Uncle Scott is having a hard time figuring out how to block the frequency, which they are trying to do. And I think all the aliens are on this frequency. Yes. This is the episode where we learn they have a hive mind like this. They communicate with the people that they trap right. this way. So it's sort of like Cylons in a way. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, so Uncle Scott's proving his worth by rigging this thing up. Ben is trying to help him because, as we mentioned earlier, he's tuned in to the frequency. Ben, who is now back, back right, and no longer in captivity. Yeah. So that's donut question four, five, and six. Is a how long did it take them to rescue Ben after the pilot? It feels like he's been back for a while. Um, how did they figure out how to get the braces off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's more of them, more than just Ben, who they've gotten Yes, back. it seems like, well, they have Rick, Rick. right? Rick's yeah. the other kid. Uh, that they have, um, when they went to get Ben, hopefully rescued a group of children, not just Ben. It seems like to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say, episode, I'm going to guess episode three. Three or four is yeah. when they get him back. I think oh, that's okay. that's a good... 
That's my that's my donut guess. It it could also be maybe halfway through the season, or they could have gotten him back really early. But I don't think they got the harness off right. until maybe so they, he wasn't communicating halfway with them. through the season right. okay. or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Or it's a possibility, of course. Mm-hmm. So yeah, whenever the frequency is tuned correctly, it physically harms Ben, and that's how they can tell they're, they're doing it right. Unfortunately for him. <laughs> And we also, they don't know how often they change this frequency. And it seems quite frequently. Right. To me. Well, that was confusing as well. Because once they tap into it, they don't immediately change it. So and I, maybe they're not aware that somebody else has tapped into it. But they are because that's why they're all rushing back to base, right? Because we'll get to there. Let's once see. they realize that it can be jammed at all, they start pulling their troops back. Right. But which, they don't change the frequency. But I guess the idea is that they, because the finale ends, jumping ahead with them trying to negotiate with Tom. Right. I'm guessing, well, because even if they change the frequency, they can just keep spinning Yeah, which is what I was just about to say. It's like, if they change it, they'll just, they don't know what's going on with Ben or the the transistor or whether or not they can just continue or keep changing it to block them. Yeah. Okay, so we also find out that Tom is worried about Hal, who is off on a mission with Weaver. Mm -hmm. Back in Boston. Yes. Back Going back to Boston. They, uh, that's when we find out that Hal's actually 16 years old. I was yeah. thinking he was older. And then Tom says he's hurting and he wants payback. He seems much older and he looks older too. Yeah, well he probably is the older in real life. So we, I assumed that Karen was dead, right? From this line that he's hurting mm-hmm. and he wants payback, right? Because we know Matt's safe, we know Ben's safe. So the only other person who we don't see at all until the last three minutes of the episode is Karen. So we do find out by the end of the finale that Karen has been taken and she is graced. And she's not a kid. She's 16. So I think, right, I would assume that's what I thought too. Because they seem like grown-ups. But if he's 16, she's probably around the same age, which I think technically would be a child, not an adult. Yeah. So, again, what episode do we think she was captured? What, how? Like, I feel like that maybe is a more recent, recent thing. Recent thing, yeah. That she hasn't been gone that long. We'll come back to that. Okay, that's a question. We'll come back to okay, because that. that's... Okay, fine. Great. So, we, mm-hmm. uh, we open up with them experimenting with this radio. Uh, ben and Tom leave uh, Uncle Scott alone, at which point it's revealed that Rick, who is still attached to this hive mind. Uh, As are all the children who were braced in the past. To different degrees. Ben being a little more free now. Rick is lurking in the upper corner of the ceiling. He is crawling on the ceiling. How is he doing that? It suggested, I think, that they get powers from being So Ben could do that too? Probably. Crawl on the ceiling? Probably. That was so creepy. It was Maybe it depends at the the stage of how long you have this thing on. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, he attacks Uncle Scott and he says I won't let you hurt them. Mm -hmm. Talking about the Skinners slash Skitters. Uh, and Rick runs off with a does he take a key component of Yeah. Yes. He takes part of the transmission um, that they're working on so that they can't block the frequency, right? He's trying to help the aliens. And he needs... Uh, he wants to be back with them. He tells Ben he wants the harness mm-hmm. back on. Yeah. Right, he talks, he talks to Ben and he tells him, let's go back. Let's go back, they'll take us back. Yeah. yeah, he also, they talk about, and we don't know if they've told the adults this, that they can hear them in their heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Ben's really struggling with it and he wants it to stop and Rick is really struggling it and he wants to go back to being with the aliens. 
which is strange. So having stolen this part, he runs out into the woods where he, he meets another stolen child, a, a harness kid. He, like, escapes and leaps over the barricade. That so was he, a great yeah. scene. Oh, yeah, a nice little bit of parkour there. He I runs past so many people. Spider monkey Rick jumps barrier, then yeah. chases. <laughs> and then Ben gets shot at by the guys, and uh, Tom's Tommy. so mad. And then Lawn Lady, whose name is Margaret, mm-hmm. uh, is the one that kind of grabs the gun and, and pushes out of the way so that Ben isn't shot, which is yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she sort of seems to have a love interesty thing going on with Tom as well. So I feel like maybe that's their triangle. Dual a little bit. triangles. Mm-hmm. Father like son. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he goes into the woods. He meets creepy blonde girl because we don't get to learn her name. And she promises they'll take him back if he tells them everything he knows about the plans that Tom and the rest of the humans have, which he goes ahead and does. Yeah. Tells them everything, where they are, what they're doing, what their plan is. And then Tom comes upon him as he hears him screaming. Yes. Because she abandoned him after he told her everything. Of course. She got the information she wanted, and then she just left him there. Yeah. As aliens would do. Absolutely. And I don't know if we said this, she has a harness on her back. Yes. Yes. And he tells Tommy he wants to die. Did she also have some weird things on her face? Her face was like, her hairline was all weird. It was like she's turning into an alien, I think. It was very strange. So maybe it's just like the longer they're wearing it, the more they are affected. Maybe maybe Ben wasn't harnessed as long as Rick was, and that's why he's all spider monkey, like the spider aliens. So confusing. He told him about the school. He told him about Weaver. He told him about... Um, yeah, so now not only do they know where the civilians are hiding, they know about the plan to bomb the freestanding alien structure mm-hmm. by placing a bomb in each leg, yeah. which is basically their plan. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and then he says he misses his dad, and he doesn't want to live anymore, and, you know, Tom tries to, you know, say, it's not your fault, that you didn't ask for any of this, and I'm going to take care of you. He says this. Interesting. He says that he wants to take him back, not kill him, before Rick informs him that he told them everything. Yes. But then he still he, does. He still and he takes still care would. of him. But yeah, you can tell he's super pissed. Uh, then we flash over to Weaver and what's going on with them. He's got Anthony and Hope. Mm-hmm. who I refer to as Nutbag in my notes, yeah. because yeah. I've never said his name. He is, Pope is carrying a bazooka, a Chekhov's bazooka, with yes. the safety off. Yeah, in the back of a truck that's bouncing around and is also filled Wait, with Who's the other guy? Anthony? There's Will. His name was Will. I was, I think, Pope. Oh, okay. Will Pope's William name is Will. Pope? Will Pope. That okay. You might be right. I have no idea. He See, I wasn't sure who you were talking about with Pope. I wrote down Will. So, so, yes. I don't think that's Pope's first name, but... Maybe it's... I think it's John. Who's the guy who's worried about the RPG on the truck? That's Anthony. Pope. Nope, no, just Pope Anthony. Got the, it's the other one. Pope is the guy with the long hair Pope who made the, the bombs. Okay, yes. RPG. Yes. Yeah. So then Weaver talks to Hal. At, you see that his hands are shaking. Mm-hmm. And they have a weird conversation about what did your father tell you? And Hal says, we don't have any secrets. And Weaver says he quit the pills. And he's shaking. Bam. You yeah. can see his hands are... He's got the DTs. So what kind of pills do you think he was taking? Like... Oxys. Okay. Was it an addiction? Pain or was pills? It... Or was it because something happened to him and then he couldn't get off them? Or was he on them before this all yeah, happened? happened? 
Well, I mean, he could he could be taking oxys because something happened. Yeah, well, that's what I mean, right? Is like, was it some kind of injury during battle, and then he just never stopped taking pills, or has he like he was pretty mean in the first episode in the pilot? So I maybe don't... he was like a, a pill popper from the beginning. I didn't think about it much, but I thought that it was it was a medical condition that he he was taking pills for. Okay, well, you know what? But now he's not taking the pills. We he's can stuck. come back to this. Guys. Yeah, we totally can. We can totally yeah. come back to this. And Fantastic. I, I definitely should have but thought about it some more. Anyway, you have, you yeah, have time no now. problem. I was just, that's just one of my donut questions. It's one of mine as well. Okay, let's get to it then. So yeah, Tom, uh, oh yeah, we just talked about that. Then, oh, go ahead. That goes back to Scott, who is alive, and I thought he would have yes. killed him. Yes. He, he has a head wound. <laughs> yeah. Rick tried to knock him out, and I, I thought Rick would have killed him. Yeah, that was nice of Rick not to kill the old man. You see, he doesn't seem as evil as originally introduced like when you oh, first no. meet well we don't know when rick is first introduced but when, when i first met rick i'm like oh he this guy's bad news he's crazy he wasn't in the pilot no right? he wasn't no okay he's an introduction somewhere in the interview gotcha i wonder if he was marching with ben I, obviously like i wasn't paying attention to what other kids were in that group right so yes. he could have been there but um yeah let's just briefly finish off with weaver he tells uh, his men, like the other regiments, haven't shown up for the plan. So we have two choices: we can run, or we can continue and and try to bomb this thing on our own, which he knows is not going to work. Uh, he says everyone should decide for themselves, and of course, everyone's like, "Yeah, let's go. Let's let's go on the suicide mission that is for sure going to kill us, and mm-hmm. probably not going to kill them." I think mm-hmm. Hal was the first on board. Yes, he was the first one to volunteer. So they decide twenty one hundred hours is bomb time. And then Weaver, and this is the scene that I was sort of talking about that's kind of shown his growth. It's like he, he forces Hal to go back to the school, yeah, not on the mission, yeah. because he doesn't want him to die. And Hal is like, no, like, I'm coming, you know, I'm a soldier, I'm part of this fight. And Weaver's like, no, you're going to lead the next fight, and hopefully the fight after that. And, and he tells him to go back to tell his father that he was right about the 4th and 5th, that they were wiped out. So I'm yes. assuming Tom was very much against this mission, it was like... You're going to lose most of your people. Yes. And Weaver was insistent, but... Right. Here we are. So, uh, Tom gets back to the school with Rick. They decide that, obviously, they need to evacuate. They're going to take all the civilians out through the tunnels. And he's going to stay behind to try and draw fire so that they can escape, basically. Mm-hmm. Another crazy plan. But it worked in this yeah. list of historical examples. Lexington and Concord. Yeah. I actually wrote this historical example mm-hmm. down because I was like, oh, he is still at it. Still I believe doing Concord it. was the original name for the show. Oh. A little fun bit of trivia there. Lexington and Concord. Yes. So yeah, alien structure over Boston. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I once again called it the most. Boston, by the way, is filmed in Ontario. Oh, I thought it was filmed in Vancouver. Uh, the, the seasons after season one are filmed in Vancouver. Okay, because I was wondering. Season one is like Oshawa. The pilot, I was like, I didn't see anything in the pilot that I thought like, oh, this looks like the city. No, and there was one the... scene where they were in front of a huge building with all these like columns, and I was like, there is nothing. That's like not that here. We don't yeah, do columns. Out that's here. why I was like, stop looking for that. Doesn't really matter. I just wanted to say in the scene with Hal and Weaver, Weaver says. Uh, tell your dad that the resistance drew blood. I thought that was a really good line. Very Terminator, that it's like, you know, we're, we might not even cut off a leg, but they're mm-hmm. going to bleed a little because because we showed up. No, and he tells them, like, tell them that we succeeded, pretty much. Yeah, 
even, that even we, if they don't, like, just give them hope. Yes, exactly. Yes, he talks a lot about hope. Um, so Ben, Tom wants Ben to run with the civilians, but Scott points out they need him there in case mm-hmm. the frequency has changed. And Tom goes along with it, I guess. He doesn't really want to, but he, he knows he doesn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ben mentions that he people think he's been infected by the harness. So I guess that's, you know, people aren't very trustworthy of him or don't believe that he's totally in control of his own mind, I guess. Yes. And, I mean, that's kind of true. Yeah. Uh, we see Lourdes in the scene, too. She wants to stay and help Anne, but Anne says, no, you have to go and you have to take care of Rick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just to briefly mention that she has survived. We don't see her and Hal at all, so who knows if her and Hal got together after Karen disappeared. Which I don't think is it. I think it was very shortly. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure if she yeah. tried to take her shot once Karen finally did go. <laughs> and if she was responsible for Karen being kidnapped by the aliens. It may just be too soon. Too soon for Hal. Yes. He's very sensitive. So, of course, the army of mechs shows up. I would say they're... Uh, it's funny, only one shows up at one first, One shows up right? and they kill it. And after I'm not... Why would they only send one? That seems ridiculous. <laughs> and then 25 more show up. Yeah. It was very it was a very hard to fight. It took them a long time to get that thing down and they were all down to their last bullets. Yeah, and they then have they no ammo left and then and they're celebrating, they killed it, it went down, it's dead. And, and it was then... ridiculous that they assumed that was Yeah. It well it seemed weird, but then maybe that was their their scout. But no, because they knew where they were going and they knew where the people were. Yeah. That was a weird it's like a false victory. Oh, we beat the one, but you know that there's going to be another 20 But it's there. almost like it's in the script for that to happen. Like, it makes no sense logically why one would show up on its own first, and then the rest of them would all come behind after it's dead on the ground. And also that every single person there thought that that was the end. Yeah. There would have at least been one person like, no, no, no. <laughs> there there will be more. Coming. Yeah. So they finally get the frequency right, but the... By hooking it up? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say the signal's not strong enough. The signal's not strong enough, so they boost it by hooking it up to an American flag. Yeah! America! A flagpole is the That happens to be swinging Oh, the the flag's up there, though. Oh, yes. There's a long shot of it. It's the metal pole that's the actual helpful part. And it's Ben, the person, Ben jumps out of the window. Yes, and then Tom takes it away from him. And sort of, like, electrocutes himself by attaching it, which (laughs) didn't really make sense either. But Tom protects all. Good. So, it works. It works. Yeah, they all go a retreat. They run away. And what's the blonde girl you said her name? Karen? Karen. Yeah. Who was, oddly, it was not really flirting with that kid. Oh, sorry, not that blonde girl. No, 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 um, not Karen. Sorry, yeah. You mean Margaret. 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 Margaret is her name. Yes. Yeah, the tough, the tough woman. Yeah, the woman, the blonde She's woman. She's like the, the um, Andrea, Andrea yeah. of Walking Dead. Yeah. She was taking <laughs> care of Jimmy. Yes, yes is exactly. The they had a great scene watching together. Back like, you watch back. my back, I'll watch your back. He's very scared. I mean, rightfully so. They're pretty much about to die. Like, there's no there's no way out of this. No. <laughs> and the only reason that they don't die is because they figure out how to shut down their frequency. Which is a giant hole in an alien race that you can be shut down by... Anyway, whatever. It's... 
I th- I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up to their like not non knowledge of human of radio broadcasts human that abilities have been floating through space for hundreds of years. Which actually I think is what it is at the end that they were surprised that humans were capable of this. I yes. think a big thing we would have missed in the intervening episodes and probably later seasons is discussing like how advanced they are over us and what similarities there are. Like, yeah. Do they not have radio? Or do well, they only rely on this organic? A lot technique? of their journey is probably figuring out like how their technology works in order to dismantle it right well and if they all share thoughts with each other yeah. then they, they never needed something like radio right of course yes so yeah. maybe that's one of the whole i, I, I would buy that whole yeah mm-hmm. so hal gets back to the school he tells tom that uh gibson pope and anthony are still gonna try to blow up the the giant spire in the middle of Austin. He also says the roads were completely clear on the way back. So that's when Tom realizes that the jammer is working mm-hmm. and that they're retreating because they don't know how to react. Where are they retreating to? Right. Well, they're retreating to the spire. To the giant building. The building the, yeah. the center of Austin. That that thing. So that's that's why Boston okay. by way of Austria. Yes. This is when we get the and Tom kiss. I wonder if there's more of those structures in other cities. Yes, I would this. imagine that there are. I can't imagine yeah. that this is the number one, but this is the one that they're dealing with, yeah. at least. Yeah, I would assume there are more in other cities. I wonder if we ever get to see the, the outside world or hear about what other people are dealing with. I would love that. I would love but to then see also, I don't think we ever see an episode without Tom in it. Boston is, uh, you know, East Coast, right? So it's possible, like, they've driven everyone in the States... To the ends of America. Very yes. true. Very true. It's possible. Who knows? We don't know. Exactly. So yes, we get the Ann Tom scene. They talk about their good memories, which I thought was totally code for sex time. And then they kiss. And I was under the impression that this was their first kiss. Okay. I also thought it was a first kiss, but I, thought I would love if they had sex. I disagree. But I they f- did it I felt library. like they, it'd been, it had Ooh, been coming point. up. Uh, well, again, it's the moment... Yours have been waiting for, I thought for sure. You think we waited that this all was the 10 one. episodes for one kiss? I mean, I bet he is sort of conflicted. He has just lost his wife. I mean, it hasn't been that long since she got eaten by aliens. I'd yeah. love it if they teased it out. But I really feel like they did it, because I don't know what those memories, like what memories is she talking about? Eating an old can of soup that they found. Ugh. Like they're romantic, maybe they went on a romantic date. I don't know. Mm. I'm going to stick with my theory that they had sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Tom decides, of course, because he is the professor hero of the world, that he is going to save Weaver now, on top of saving the civilians and, you know, constantly rescuing everybody. Now he's going to drive into the belly of the beast and try and save Weaver and Anthony and Pope Mm -hmm. um, from themselves, basically, because the antenna works. I mean, it's not like, I don't know, well, I'm sure he would have gone either way, but... He thinks that with the antenna, they might stand a chance of surviving. Well, with everyone on the retreat, I think he sees a window, like where they're not going to be attacking him for going into the city. Yes. And they're so close to the city still. That's true. Yeah. They're the basically is... in the city. It's always within eyeline, right? The school is still in eyeline? I I didn't, I wasn't sure where, how far away they were. At first, I thought they were really far out and... But they don't seem it doesn't like, take long to, for anybody. In the pilot, they talk about how they're going to go off like into a rural area. It doesn't seem like they did that. No. Or if they did, they've come back. Like, yeah. We don't know. But yeah, it does definitely seems like they're not even in really in the suburbs. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So he drives into the city to meet up with them. Yeah, before that, I, there's a great scene where Hal and Ben are trying to convince him that they want to go to, right? And Tom yeah. hooks the antenna up to the car, which is hilarious. And Ben's saying, like, what if the frequency changes? And Hal is saying, you know, like, I, I'm a soldier. I want to fight with you. And he says, no, I'm, I'm going on my own. You guys are going to go to safety, which I thought was great. And they all hugged. There's a lot of nice fathers and sons stuff. Yeah, so when Tom gets there, he finds um, Anthony is badly hurt. Hope says he's bleeding. He's bleeding bad. Calls him a super cop. I guess Anthony was a cop in his real life. I think he he, he those injuries were not life threatening. I think I Anthony's think gonna, gonna make be it. Fine. Yes, I hope so because I liked him a lot. Yeah, all <laughs> the most entertaining characters were all okay yeah. at the end of that battle. Yeah. yeah. So they tell Tom Weaver kept going. Tom takes the RPG. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, this is another kind of flick for me, is that Tom says he's going to go get Weaver and Gibson, who mm-hmm. we find out is dead when he gets there. Yeah. And he tells Pope to take Anthony back to the safety. school. But there, no one's at the school anymore. That's the part that annoyed me. They are. There's he, The fighters are still there. Or did they, did he send them away as Why well? wouldn't they have gone with the civilian? No, the fighters were all with Weaver, right? That was the whole thing because um, Jimmy Bolin was saying, like, we can't defend ourselves against these mechs yeah. because all of our good fighters are with Weaver on this mission. Yeah. But so what, the fighters they had were the people that were on that front lawn. Yeah, but where like, are they? Are they? they I think they're people. at the school. Do you don't think they would have gone with the civilians to protect them? I don't. It doesn't really matter. No, I think to it, me it just annoyed me that well, I was like they didn't even tell them where everybody left to. How I'm are having, they supposed to find them? I'm having a memory lapse right now because they had left the school. Yes, like, through you the tunnels. See them, that's right. Yeah, the civilians do. Yeah. Well, I don't. Does know somebody if we go see after them like, and get them back? Mom, lady, go or like any of the other guys that are out front with the guns when they're fighting. Right. The See, I'm, I'm, but like, how also going? Assuming, he tells Hal to go. He's not hanging around at the school. He did. So yeah, He's he said get Anthony to... back to the school, which is what he said. But I think Tom was also going to go back to the school, and after he rescued Weaver, I guess. I'm know. not. I'm not sure either. Yeah, doesn't the... matter. That was a hole I thought, but I could be wrong. So we find out the ships um, hit the trucks before they could even get to the legs, and the bombs have been destroyed. Yep. They have nothing that they can what use against them. What a great plan them. that one was. Well, they probably would have been fine if if um, the kid... Ben? No, the Rick. other kid, Rick, hadn't told them what Weaver yes. was up to. Yeah. It's true. They ruined so... the plan, or if they had waited until they would figured out the frequency. Maybe yeah. that's the reason why Tom went after them, because of that. Because of Rick? Yeah, because yeah. Rick told them. And I also because he had the yeah. jammer. It would have been sad to see Rick shot, but it would have been a lot better for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> if they had just killed him when he was jumping they, over A that. lot more people died because he didn't get shot. Yes, absolutely. And they took him with them, right? Again, a thing oh. that is very non-Walking Dead. Like, if you get family killed, oh, you're out. Yeah. If you're out of the group, even if well, you're like, out of child. they don't trust anybody anymore now. Yeah. I was just, but they took him. They took him away. Holy shit! That show likes to kill children. Let's just, Ugh. Let's just find that one out. Yes. Well, this one had a few dead kids in it too. Yeah. Okay, we're almost there, guys. We're right getting now. to the end. So the ships are being called home because the frequency is jammed. Weaver tells Tom the RPG won't work. They've done it before. Blah 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 blah. And Tom, no, no weapon has even made a dent in it. Yes. yes. And Tom says, "Let's let them know we were here." And then he 
<laughs> so frustrating. I'm thinking I'm close enough to take a shot. Yeah, and he hits one of the ships. It goes so far into it. Flying into the like landing dock, I would yeah, assume. Yeah, it's like a Death Star shot. Exactly. It was like, and it, and it explodes, exploding like, I would say four or five other ships that were inside goes, there, right? It like goes a whole way arm. deep in. It's a very small arm of a very yeah. large structure, so it's not like they were like, yes, we killed them all. There's like four big arms but coming off. But they did of some damage, for sure. They did. But yes. I mean, it's crazy that he, he was made that shot. Was insanely it like far away. He was not close to well, this. The, and the missile curves to follow the ship. <gasps> And, this and then is, hits it as it goes. It was. I don't know. I don't think this is some kind of super crazy. weapon either. I think this is a normal RPG. I'm. I'm assuming. I'm going to go out and just say it was heat seeking, so that yeah, I can hopefully. live with this. Because there's no way that history professor is going to make a shot with a bazooka. Has he ever? He didn't even take the time to line anything up. He pretty much immediately. He like swung around that thing. and just let it go. Yeah. Oh, good. Good job. So they're driving home, and then something jumps out of them in a dark street. Weaver goes to shoot it, and Tom's like, no, no, it's Karen. Don't shoot Karen. Mm -hmm. They get out of the car, and of course, we have no idea, because we haven't seen the other episodes, what happened to Karen. And they show us, so I don't, I I would, I feel this is the reveal to the audience. That Karen. She has the brace I agree. So we see she's being controlled by the aliens now. They want to talk to Tom. Like you said, because they were surprised by the resistance. Yeah. Uh, they also threaten him by saying Ben is actually not free from the harness and that they could call him back at any time. So basically, he's with them at the aliens, you know, choice. Like, do yeah. we know this? No, but that's just if what this they're is true, saying. Yeah. We don't know it's true. And if Tom has one weak point, it's his son. Well, yeah. If, but so. if that was he's true. He's not going to take that chance. But if that was true, they could have done that at any point and found out what was happening on the other side. Yes. Absolutely. So I, I am, But it wasn't useful until a certain point. Right? Like, if they had called him back at any time, they would have lost their insider and revealed that they had the ability to do that. Yeah. The other thing I don't get is that like Tom has just seen from the scene with Rick and the little girl that they're not a people or people. They're not aliens of their word. Yeah. So just because he goes with them doesn't mean they're not going to hurt Ben. Yeah, but that's, that was my thought. He as doesn't well. have a choice. I mean, what it does mean for sure is that if he doesn't go with them, they're going to hurt Ben. It was yeah. <laughs> kind of weak. Yes. So but, but um, a great ending because it reveals. Well, I mean, that's probably not the reveal of those aliens. I don't know. Yeah, but it was totally different than the one we saw in the pilot that was had all the tentacles on it. And they're very, they're very creepy. The most well, confusing part about this whole entire show is how these aliens are like. I sort of like it in a way because in general, when we see an alien race, they're all identical to each other, right? Whereas, yeah. like, we're not identical to each other. Yeah. So, but they're so different physiologically in every single form we see them that it's like. Who are these aliens? Yeah. What the heck's going on? But they, this is also the scene where they do talk and they say that they didn't expect the resistance on this level and now they want to talk. Yes. Yeah. But like talk about what? I don't know. I don't know. Like watch season two, about, I guess, to find out. Which I will not be doing. I, I yeah, I was going to say, what are your guys' final thoughts? Not a Faskia speaker? They can't hear you. No, I don't. You got you to speak aloud. Yeah. I, I see the... When I first, at first, when I finished it, I thought it was okay, and the more I thought about it, I think it was pretty bad. Okay. And I don't, yeah, I don't think I could. I, uh, I, I actually thought it was pretty good. I thought that, uh, 
they did a great job with the aliens. There was a lot of great action sequences. Like I can see uh, an interesting story and themes there. I I don't know if I would have time to commit this, mm-hmm. to this show. Like I don't know if I would want. I, you know, it's not it's not for me. Yeah. But I still think it's pretty good. I would recommend people check it out. I don't think I'm a great judge. I had to. There was an honest to goodness music festival going on outside my window yesterday, oh, yeah. so I had to watch both these episodes in like nine to eleven minute increments between sets, <laughs> which was hard. Uh, and I still kind of enjoyed it. I think I prefer sort of the human relations to the alien stuff. Like I'm, I really liked Hal and Matt. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I think uh, again, sort of to what you just said is that I feel really don't think I have time to watch this. Yeah. But I think if I did watch it, I would like it. Yeah. I, I think for me, it was more likely I'm going to watch Eureka than this one. Oh, interesting. I, See, I would, I would definitely watch this over Eureka. See, I thought there was more character stuff. I thought there was more interesting characters in Eureka. Yeah, this is very I did too. Action heavy. Yes. And I just don't want to watch an action TV show. Yeah. So and much. then I wonder if every episode has a lot of gunfire. Because we saw the pilot in the finale, which is always going to have a lot of gunfire. Well... But you do see a lot of episodes in Walking Dead where it's not about the killing. It's about the strategy or about the relationships. Talk and talk I feel like this show is much more about the battles. Yeah, it is. Well, let's... uh... Let's dive in. Let's compete for that donut. Quiz time. It's TV Donut Quiz time. Quiz time. It's quiz time. Da 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 da. It's quiz time. Great. That's our quiz time theme. Oh, maybe I'll make I'll make actually maybe an actual jingle there. Would you? I wish. Oh man, please, please, yeah, quiz jingle. Make a jingle. Um, what type of donut are you two competing for? Yeah. What kind of donut is it? That won't be told until it's open. Oh, it's Very when we win it, we get to find out. Okay, great. All right, so I've prepared a few questions for you here. Uh, what where, What does Weaver's drug addiction stem from? Ooh, look! That was one of my donut questions. Exactly. Okay, are there possible answers, or do we have to make up the answers? I'm just interested in hearing what you guys have to say, and whoever gets closest will get one point for that. Okay, you go first. See, I feel like we've discussed it already. In I'm going to say... Go ahead. Seeing that you just said drug addiction, that changes maybe what I had in mind for what was happening. Okay. So I believe what I was going to answer, which I've already stated earlier, is no longer the thing where I thought that he had a medical condition that was making him take these pills. But why would he stop taking the pills? Supplies. Right. He can't get them. See, I took out the total opposite way, is okay. that he is stopped taking them because people were concerned about taking them in the first place right i'm gonna say the reason he was taking drugs to start with is that he has ptsd okay that's uh, my guess that's good and so are you so saski's guessing a previous medical condition mm-hmm. so i bet the actual answer is that he got hurt by an alien but neither of us is guessing that closest answer is your answer yes and, uh, his family was killed uh-huh in uh believe the last episode before the finale oh possibly episode eight he uh finds his dead daughter's glasses on the ground and it triggers a whole bunch of opening up okay so that would be pretty pretty much pretty much boom which would also explain why he's so detached and willing to fight yes i don't know if i like that sorry got the right answer how does karen get into that harness guy oh god you mean like age-wise what do you guys think? Well, let's say when... How do they lose her, basically? How do they lose her to the aliens? What do you think? 
Any hints there? See, we do know that Karen is, a, is she, she goes ahead often yeah. as a spotter. She's a scout. She, um, she seems to be totally able to take care of herself yeah. just as much as Hal. Like, I, I, that's one of the things, again, that I liked about that, that there was, didn't seem to be a lot of, like, gender difference between who can, like, no. Again, I know we keep referencing The Walking Dead, but Andrea had to fight for her place. She did to yeah. to be one of the fighters, right? And and in, in the first world, season, the women are still doing laundry, like yes. laundry and all that stuff. And, and they the say the doctor they, is doing laundry in one scene over the edge yeah. of the bridge, right? But in this universe, it seems like there's no gender difference between jobs. No, no, everyone's you, your skill is your skill, and that's what you do, right? It's yeah. like. Don't, it's not like how protect Karen or Karen, you know, they look out for each other, but it's not like she's like on a lower, anyways, we're totally off topic. Okay, I am going to say, well, listen, I'm going to pick food run because that seems to be times <laughs> that everybody, something bad. So she went out on a food run and she never came back. Okay. An interesting, interesting option. Yep. I see. I don't know if your question is referring to the fact that, like that she's older and not a kid. That to me, well, I thought well, she's sixteen years old. Well, she's still in a the kid. first episode, she's with the group. She's sixteen years old, still a kid. In the last it, okay, episode, she she's is. in a harness and belongs to the aliens. And we know that Hal is it's very angry. He's very angry, very upset. Uh, there's. I don't want to say too much, but no. I feel like there's a couple clues there that could suggest. I have a slight feeling she may have even chosen. To go to the aliens, but interesting. I don't think that's what it was. I'm going to change my answer to Lourdes did it. <laughs> somebody, okay. somebody betrayed okay. the group and brought them. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're both You're wrong. It I wasn't Lourdes did it, and it was a food run. Well, she you not even gave trying. an answer. Yes. So yes. this is two for Hannah. All right. Uh, basically, when they try to get Ben. Oh, they, they lose go, her when she gets... Okay. When was that? Uh, about episode three. Huh? Holy shit, she's been gone for a long time. I was right. In episode two, they find someone who can remove harnesses. Okay, good. In oh, episode three... So I thought that would happen later. When they get Ben, it goes bad. Uh-huh. Obviously. Karen gets taken, and they kill every other kid they have. Holy shit. Oh, uh, so Rick's not with... Rick's not with them. It's like, uh, I think it's just the two of them on the mission. Um, once again, like no, for the Rick's research No, Rick's not with this, the kids. No, no, no. No, no, Rick, with Ben's is, group. Rick is separate. So, I'm sorry, the aliens kill all the other children? Like, when they, when uh, Hal and Karen do a, like, take this mission to try to retrieve Ben. Yes. Karen uh, goes a, on this There's mission. a group well, of children that's there. how she gets kidnapped. We just talked yeah. about that. Yeah, no, yeah. I think that's weird, though, that she would be a not Tom... Oh, she's because she loves Hal. Yeah, but it was, that whole and speech they're, in they're the pilot the was that Tom and Hal would go together to get their brother back, or his son, whatever. Right. Well, in the synopsis... It's I fine. Read, right? My research. I'm not watching it. I'm just reading the synopsis, because who has the time? Uh, yeah. They apparently send a message by killing the rest of the kids, saying, you know, you take one, we will kill the rest. Oh. Okay, so they only rescue one, and they kill all the others. Yeah, it goes topside, and that's how they get Karen. Which kind of leads me to my next question here, which is worth two points, because I'm really, this is my favorite one. Okay. What are the skitters? Where are they? Where do they come from? There's some big clues in the show. About where they came from? Well, they came from space. Okay. <laughs> um... Where they came from, like a specific well, what planet. What are they? I wanted to see if either of you guys noticed a couple little details I noticed in the pilot in the finale. Like yeah, the you were talking about that when we saw them lying on the ground. All right, 
but that's I don't know what you're in like what you're hinting at. Okay. Are they a cross between human and alien? I'm gonna put this out there. Are they a cross when between we, human and octopus? Two things we notice. One in the pilot, mm -hmm. when that alien when they kill that alien in the warehouse, the skitter. Yeah. And it's on the ground, you get a look at its back. Okay. I don't remember. It's got a very similar spine. Harness looking type spine. Okay. And at the end, in the finale, you see the kids have, have the have like the spine and the growth coming up. On they the have right. like somebody. One, either Rick or Ben had those dots on their back, like the their bumps. Yes, they were like rather and larger. The creepy bumps. blonde girl was starting to like turn a different color. Yeah. So the aliens are actually former humans, amphibians, or I. Well, see, this is what I was hoping. I wondered if you guys had any guesses. They may not be former humans, but I don't think they're there by choice. What? I think that they might have enslaved another alien race. Oh. Oh my god. Who enslaved an the, alien the race? The big aliens? The we mech? See, we mechs? see those tall, the tall aliens, the long slender guys. Oh, okay. Who appear to be, like, they're the ones who are asking to do negotiations. Yes. yes. I think are just robots. The I skitters, agree. I think, may have been taken A third from... race that they've colonized and now are using as soldiers? Yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. That is, okay. That is... Okay, no points for that's... that one. Is that, no, is, that still winning. is that a We're fact? Is that a fact? I, well, we, I didn't, like, it was what a fact. What, what you, that they it, have the harnesses? No, what you just said, that they enslaved them? Or is that your I, thought? I've, no, no, that's my, my thought. Okay. I'm fairly certain that they're not, like, it's clear that they are being That they're directed. different from the other aliens. Yeah, and that they're at a lower echelon. And it's just that they, they have a clear shot of its back in the warehouse when it shows the spine right. device. And I'm like, that can't be a coincidence. Yeah. Oh, I have all the answers here, apparently. Let's... Well, Next question. Okay. Does Tom's knowledge of history come in handy during any episode? Oh my god. Of course it does. It comes in handy in every episode. Wrong. It never comes in handy. What? <laughs> Zero points. I didn't even get to answer here. I was too angry at her answer. That's a lie because he comes up with all their strategies based on historical events and some of them work. So sometimes it comes in handy. <laughs> you read about this. Is, okay. is, are there more questions? Please I'll, continue. I have, I have one more, and I'll let you answer, Saskia. Is Tom's wife really dead? Yes. All right. Interesting answer. I'm going to guess no, since she said yes, but I... They saw the body. He says they saw the body. Are these final answers? This is TV. We didn't see the body. No, but Matt saw the body. He saw a body. He's a kid. He doesn't know what he's saying. Okay, fine. Okay. Final uh, answers, guys? Okay, mm -hmm. the final answer is that no... Yes. She is not dead. Uh, yes, she is. Damn it! <laughs> She's absolutely dead. I knew she was dead. They you saw still the won. body! Alright, I still won the donut. Congratulations. Though. You do. You won three to one. Uh, one yes. question taken off because nobody really knew, but uh, good for you. What Let's... kind of donut is it? Uh, you get to rip open the bag, seeing that she refused to give oh me a God. box to put it in. Oh that is a heavy gosh. donut. She didn't give you a box? Oh no, she couldn't give me gosh. a box. It's a square donut. That's rude. Yes. Uh, looks Well, their boxes are like they're high they're like cupcake boxes. I think I think it, it's almost the same size as the box you can it looks like maple and some kind of thing in the in it's like weighs 10 pounds this donut weighs it's, 10 pounds oh my god what there's chocolate on the inside no it jelly? is jelly and you were wrong about oh, the maple oh it's peanut butter and jelly correct oh man delish well
Well, Beautiful. thank you. You, you earned it. I did earn it by watching all of those falling skies. Yeah. Okay, well, we've got one enjoyed it, one sort of enjoyed it, and one yeah. no thank you. I'm going to read you guys what the things are. It's actually pretty quick. It's too good a show for me to say just a flat note. To you were you know. were actually 100% right, so you looked this up, right, that they were controlled? Anyway. I looked up anything in the intervening episodes. I didn't look up any, and I just looked up synopses of the, like, plot. Okay. Not details on Thanks. the rest of the he figured it out because he's smart. So, the Skitters, originally thought to be the alien species responsible for invading Earth, the Skitters are a race under the control by the Overlords. Their homeworld was subjugated by the Overlords, and the Skitters were harnessed just like the children of Earth. Yeah. Some Skitters have been able to overcome their controls and plot rebellions against the Overlords. I feel like I didn't oh. notice that he had the brace on in that scene. I paused I didn't. it. I was... Yeah, which is why we weren't able to get where you went. But that's real amazing that you were like, oh, oh they're... Because my biggest question was why that alien and the alien in the finale yeah. looked so physically different from each other. And it didn't even occur to me that that it was a subjugated race mm-hmm. that was being used to, you know, well, kill I, humans. It's really interesting. I thought it was going to be a horrific reveal that those were people. Right. Well, that's what I was just about to ask is like, what did they look like before they had the braces on? Because yeah. if the brace is physically changing the children, it would be, what did it do to these skitters? Skitters. Uh, second are harnesses. They're parasitic creatures which allow other races to completely control the wearer. Oh, so the harnesses are aliens themselves. Yeah. It was not known that these were their own creature and not just a piece of biomechanical equipment until season two. Ah, there we go. Okay, okay. Their real names are Chemlocks, according to me. You know what? I bet we find out a lot of this stuff when he goes to negotiate at the beginning of the second season. Yes. Well, it seems like in the first season, from what we've read, they're as much in the dark as we are. Yeah. Yeah. And third and finally is the Esphany, the source, Ooh. the force behind the invasion of Earth. Esphany. The Esphany were introduced late in season one. They have a very large intellectual capacity, able to control many harnessed individuals at once using merely their mind. In season two, in the yeah, in the season two finale, their actual name was introduced as Esphany. Esphany. So that's uh, the tall, slim aliens. Yes, and then there's by more and more in later seasons. There's mm-hmm. about one, two, three, four, five more. Well, aliens? Yes. Well, like it or hate it, this was a pretty good donut. Yes, it was. A, there yeah. was so many questions to uh, guess at and answer and, and start to figure out. So I think this was a good one for us. I agree. You know what I liked also is the pilot ends with them leaving Boston and looking back at that spire. Which was the and same then it thing ends that happened. With them coming back to it and blowing part of it up. <laughs> yes. Pretty. Uh, I like cycles. And I they're like leaving cycles. it again at no. the end of the finale. Yeah. And. Dom is going God knows where. Space. Into the space. Into the space. <laughs> or maybe he's just going into the giant structure building. Yeah. That's... <laughs> that was just half I wish they up. would name stuff. It would be so easier to be like, well, that's the the capital. Or do you know mother what I mean? The mother... How about the mother spire? Yeah, the mother spire. The mother spire. Great. All right. Let's, let's uh, talk about our next show. Okay. You guys need to pick a new number. The numbers are... One and one thousand and six. My guess will be two hundred and twenty-two, as in two twenty-two Archer Avenue. Oh, it's not a guess; it's a choice. All right, <laughs> I'm guessing it's going to be a good show. <laughs> I'm going with number four. 
Number four Whoa. and number 222. I didn't look, and I should have, oh but I didn't God. look. You're a cheating cheater. I don't believe Oh, you that. weren't even at the top, so it no. wouldn't have mattered. I just scrolled down to see what the total was. 222, Lucky Louie. Oh, my God. Oh. That's Louis Suke's uh, HBO first series. show. Yeah. I think, one. is it only one season? I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, I don't one know. I think it's only one. And yes. then number four is The Wire. The Wire. The Wire. Yeah. Uh, Should we talk about the first and last episode of season one of The Wire? Yeah. Our first and last episode of the series, which... I uh, have to finish season five. Have we all seen all of it except for... I you? haven't seen the last half of season five. I think you can make it? I can catch up on that in two weeks. This is gonna, that's what you want to do. This is going to be our very first... Special, though. Special. Very we've, special. We've all seen the series. Yes. And so we're just... It. Great. So we can just kind of chat about the series as a whole and... Yeah. Like, there's not going to be anything we missed. Well, we know what happens we in the know donut because we've the seen donut. the donut. But yeah, we can talk about the pilot and the finale, which is going to be really interesting because that show is so different season to season. Yeah. And just we can talk about our favorite episodes, our favorite seasons, our favorite characters. What, oh, I you love know, this. If we can possibly think of anything we didn't like or that we thought didn't work, I don't, no, I don't know that that exists Perfect. with yeah. The Wire, but uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we'll uh, talk to you again soon. Have a good day. That's good. That's a really long one. Have a good one. Bye.